It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book Close Encounters of the Worst Kind and the captivating memoir Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. And today we're talking about a topic that is, has been on my mind so much lately, um, the immune system, and how to help, help ourselves without drugs and, and, and feeling threatened just because we're walking around in society. I really think that this is the piece of information that is missing, that the governments do not want us to know because they lose control of us if they can't tell us how our immune system functions and what they can do about it. So today um, we have with us Dr. Christopher Macklin. And during these challenging times with the threat of more COVID variants coming our way, and I know there's a whole bunch of them, wouldn't you love to know how to boost your immune system in a natural, healthy way and raise it to its highest frequency? Christopher Macklin, today's special guest, is here to teach you how to do that. In addition, he will give us tools for living with renewed hope for a safe future and so much more. Christopher's life story is a fascinating tale of loss and inspiration from being a successful businessman in England who had it all and lost it all to finally surrendering surrendering to finding his path as a healer and spiritual messenger. He is a powerful health practitioner from England who utilizes divine healing techniques cultivated to help people recover from all types of illness. Christopher is able to heal many people simultaneously with rebalancing the body's energy field by clearing chakra points and cleansing the body's meridian field by removing blockages and negative energies. Today, he works with thousands of clients internationally. Dr. Christopher Macklin provides a full range of healing services that address a spectrum of physical, mental, and emotional issues. He and his wife, Amanda, have founded the Global Enlightenment Project, um, which serves an awakening community and to support the healing needs of people all over the earth. And now they live in Branson, Missouri, so they're not no longer in England. Good morning, Christopher, and welcome to A Fine Time for Healing. Yay, thanks, Randy, for having me on. It's absolutely <laughs> wonderful to be here. Bless your heart. <laughs> so. Oh, I love that. I love that enthusiasm. That is awesome. Okay. <laughs> That's what life's all about. You've got to find your passion, that burning fire inside, and then it changes life completely. Well, you know, as you did that, I just got so energized. So I don't know if you did that on purpose, but whoa, <laughs> it hit me hard. Yeah, I just said um, everyone else energy. That's what we need to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Before we get into what you do, I know this isn't what you always did, 
So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, where you have come from and how you got to this place? Yeah, I think, you know, I realized uh, I was gifted at the age of four. Well, at the age of four, you don't realize anything. But um, I used to see beings, you know, in different dimensions. And I remember having a big old Anunnaki reptilian thing in my room, you know, when I was four. I said, Dad, Dad, there's a reptilian, and he comes running up, and where? You know, he couldn't see it. And I, oh, he can't see it. Why Why can't I see it? It's sitting there. And it's that dark <laughs> as, you know, real dark feeling in my chest. Well, it's there, you know. Anyway, um, I kind of said, you know, in my own mind, get out of my bedroom. It left. And I realized very quickly that I could see these things, and other people can't. And I could see craft in the sky and see different things seen through the veil. Uh, sometimes it's not the best thing, especially if you go out to a restaurant and you can see all these reptilian things floating around that you don't want to see. So I've learned to shut it off so I can just go in, you know, uh, have a meal in the restaurant and then, you know, then leave. But um, then from that, you know, uh, of course, uh, no one saw anything. So I learned to just be quiet, say nothing, because, of course, they'll, if they take you to a, a psychiatrist, they'll put you on some drugs or something, you know. So uh, move forward life, uh, still saw these things um, and, you know, very interested in, you know, spiritual um uh, spiritual ideas, but um, went through life, you know, went in a corporate world, detested it, absolutely detested it. I earned loads of money, but detested it. And I thought, there's got to be some more life than this. And then so God said in 2007, you know what? All this stuff you built up and millions of dollars, it's going to go. And it went within 14 days. So I went completely bankrupt, lost everything, marriage split up, and sit in the middle of Manchester. And I remember I have two, uh, well, over here it's Walmart, but over in England it was Tesco's bags. Two bags with a bit of things in it. I worked for 21 years. And God, this is not funny. Well, divine, this is not funny. I talked to, you know, my divine beings and, you know, prime creator. And I got this massive message back saying, well, it's the right time. What do you mean it's the right time? <laughs> you know, I've worked for, you'll see. You know, they said you'll see, and I, and I did see. It just took a while. <laughs> so... I went through this whole process, semi-homeless, you know, without food and different things. And it really taught me that, you know, the most fundamental things in your life that you take for granted, like food, is such a blessing. And uh, anyway, went through this thing and felt sorry for myself and, you know, bawled my eyes out, you know, sometimes no one cares. And then I decided, well, I've got to start caring about myself. And so I, I kind of got over myself. It took a while, but I transmuted the emotions and, you know, thought through it uh, and uh, got to a much stronger place. And then, you know, started meditating, things open up. And, you know, then you start getting downloads. When you connect with you, if you're a starseed, you know, you don't fit in this world. How many times in the day do people say, well, you know, ever since the age of four or five, I've never fitted in. So, don't ever try because you're not you're from a different place you know you're not going to fit into this world you know the way the average human being does so don't even try you need to take a step back in my in my opinion and get back into a a place where people love you they don't shame you they're not narcissistic or passive aggressive they're not trying to project their stuff on you they just hold the space and love you for who you are because if you do get out elsewhere, people are going to start projecting their stuff on you, you know. And if, if you're a starseed, you're very empathic. You're going to absorb that like big time, you know, and start um, and start making yourself sick. So I learned that, you know, you just got to get back in your space. And you know, now we're, you know, we have a successful ministry. 
We opened it in 2010. Uh, it's been going for you know uh, 12 years, well, almost 12 years. And uh, you know, we work with people all over the world. But one thing I would say to people, I think is key in your life is find that passion, that burning desire. And, you know, if you find your passion, instead of, you know, I hear it all the time, like, I hate my job, well, change it. You know, it's not worth it for the money. It's just absolutely not worth it. And I think if you take the leap of faith to actually step out and do your gifts, whatever that is, whether it's, you know, creating food, whether it's painting, sculpturing, everything's healing. You know, even a painting, you look at a painting and someone's got a real gift, you look at it, you get so much joy and energy out of it. Wow, this is amazing. And, you know, that can do healing for people. People, you know, sometimes don't realize that healing's in many forms. So uh, I really encourage everyone to find their gift and uh, passion and just focus on that. Right. Oh, wow. What a story. How did everything fall apart so quickly? Like, like how did it all come tumbling down so quickly? What, what was the um, impetus? What, what, what happened? Well, basically, uh, it was 2007 when the... Um, I was building, stupid me, you know, really crazy. Uh, I decided, you know, I had a load of houses, like 30 or 40 houses in England, and they were worth a lot of money. I decided that, you know, I'm a big guy. I can go and build an apartment block in Manchester. Uh, so, okay, so we bought this site, you know, millions of dollars, started developing it, and, and then the bank phoned and said, well, these apartments that are worth £220,000 are now worth ninety. So you've got 14 days to pay our money back, or we're going to pull the plug. And so oh I thought, well, uh, I don't have that money. I said to the bank, well, I've got £10, which is like $12 in my pocket. Will that help? And they didn't see the funny signs. <laughs> oh, so my gosh. Notices, and then we went to court, bankrupt, and just uh, wiped everything out. But I'll tell you what, that, that day was the most liberating day of my life i had no debt i had no money but i had no debt it was absolutely mm-hmm. liberating and i got sponsored to go around the world i went to india uh, went to you know all over europe uh, doing healings and teachings and things and uh, you know it just developed from there but one thing i really learned about starseeds if you are a starseed whether you're andromeda and actorian lumerian and antarian um whatever starseed you are uh, it's really important to meditate with your Starseed family because they will show you your gifts and you'll get downloads and they'll teach you how the gifts work. And I think that's a really important point. I meditated for about four years for about five or six hours a day. And that's where I learned the cause and effect of, you know, most uh, illnesses and diseases on this planet. And they showed me, you know, uh, things like, uh, you know, how ADD, ADHD and all these things work the new chemical balance and so you know uh, it all evolved from there and uh, what a, mm, a blessing of a gift you know I thank it God is. for every day <laughs> well I I believe that I'm a starseed as well and um, I can't remember exactly where I'm from but um, yeah I, I completely relate to not fitting in I complete not only do I not fit in but I, I don't adjust well to the environment I don't adjust no. well to food. I don't adjust well to the environment. Um, e- everything about this place feels alien to me. It's really strange. But anyway, enough about me. And I and I have to I have to ask you: Do reptiles, real, reptile, reptilian things, really fly around wherever we are? What kind of reptilian things are these? 
Well, you've got uh, draconians. Uh, they're really dark. You know, if, if people get attached with the draconians, you know, they can end up committing suicide pretty quick. Really important, you know, and I've seen many instances where I've had emergency sessions like 10 o'clock at night. I remember one <clears throat> day before Mother's Day, this, uh, you know, young lady had an attachment and her mother phoned up. Oh, my God, my daughter's trying to commit suicide. You know, she's in the yard. Oh. I said, look, you know, I've got, I've got to go home. I'll be back in an hour. Don't let it out of your sight. You know, so she kept an eye on her. So we got on Skype, and within an hour, I took that reptilian thing off her. And the whole persona mm. changed. She was laughing. She was joking. You know, these things are really dark. Uh, you've got an anarchy, not so dark, but they attach to you. They, they tap in the lower back. They send you negative thoughts. And very often, you know, when people get all these thoughts of suicide and, you know, you're no good and, you know, you get them 24-7, they're not your thoughts. They're coming from somewhere else. It's coming from this attachment attached to you. So really important to take a step back and, uh, you know, get these things removed so that, uh, you know, you can move on with life. And then, of course, if you remove them, if your vibration's precarious, they're going to reattach. So the whole point about a facilitator, like, you know, we do, like, you know, healing and things is to... Uh, get enough emotion released, get people's vibration to a level where it's beyond these reptilian things so they can't get within your energy field, and that's key to me, you know. And, of course, yes. when you release emotion, you get joy back in your life, you know, and you get your purpose and, you know, um, now, life changes. They're, they're not the only things that attach to us, though. I mean, different kinds of energy can attach to us, correct? It's, I mean... Oh, yeah, um, there's reptilians, okay. there's, there's first and second dimensional anti-beings, there's snake beings, there's a whole slew of things. You know, even earthbound spirits can attach to you. Right. You know, here in America, of course, a lot of upset Native Americans because when they pass, they they take a vow that they're going to stay and look after the land. So if you go and build a house on their land, you're going to upset them pretty badly. So uh, you can get a lot of trouble with that as well. So, you know, I've dealt with right. all these sort of things, um, right. you know. Yeah, and those of, us, those of us who are empathic tend to absorb a lot, a lot. So, okay, so let's get into um, this immune system. What are we missing? Why is this virus taking over the world, or so we think? Well, that's another question. <laughs> but, but, yeah, about the virus, yeah. Uh, does it exist? Well, you know, who knows? But Well, we do know, but I uh, can't say too much on that one. But what's interesting is that uh, the average flu uh, will take hold of people. And don't forget, coronavirus has been around for 30 years. The flu will take hold of people if emotion uh, paralyzed the immune system. The main parts of the immune system, of course, and despite the you know, adrenals, thyroid pituitary, is the thymus and spleen. It creates T-cells and antibodies. Now, if you ingest a load of emotion, and honestly, uh, Randy, I'm seeing it, it, it's becoming like crazy. You know, people are really, really getting angsty and upset and you know, down. You must have seen it as well. And, you know, it's becoming to a precipice. And so, if you ingest that much emotion, the heart chakra is so close to the thymus, which is below your chest, it paralyzes it, same with the spleen. And so, of course, the immune system goes pear-shaped, so you get immune compromise, so you're not, it's not taking care of business. You know? So, very important to release this emotion, but also, I think, if you're a starseed, you have to learn to set boundaries with the planet you know, and the world. Take a step out of it and, like I say, get, in, get with people who love you and are going to hold the space for you and not criticize you or project their uh, problems on you. Um, 
that's one thing, of course. And the other thing is, I think, is, uh, you know, if you do meet people, again, set boundaries. If, you know, like my father, you know, I've had to set a boundary with him because he is a narcissist. He's passive aggressive and narcissistic. So, you know, I told him, you know, uh, we're done with this. So if you start that, then I'm just going to have to put the phone down. I love you for who you are, but we're going to have to put the phone down. And I think another thing to realize as well is that what's interesting about the whole uh, mind control at the moment is that they're creating separation about mass versus no mass, vax versus no vax. And my perception is this, and I told my father this, I said, look, you're into vaccines. Uh, you believe the BBC and the WHO, you love CNN, uh, and that's okay, because that's your perception of this world from your education of what you've discovered. My perception is different. And I said, so who's right or wrong, Dad? And he goes, well, uh, I said, and that would be nobody. Everyone's right because they're right in their mind of their perception of life. So I said, I'm not going to shame you because, you know, I'm going to love you for who you are, but I'm going to have no judgment because that's your perception and you're right in your eyes. But I expect the same back. You need to actually honor me and hold the space for me to allow me to have my perception of what's going on in this world. And there's no right or wrong. So if you look at it that way, I think it becomes a lot better because I'm seeing so much hatred on Facebook. Like, well, how dare you? You know, if you don't take the vax or vax, you know, you don't care about humanity. You don't care about this. You know, mm. it's all judgment. It's crazy. So yeah. it's time for us to stop that. You know, separation. All this black and white lives matter. Whoever, you know, uh, you know, Christians versus Buddhism versus this. And, you know, it's all there for separation when. You know, there's only uh, one prime creator, you know, one divine. And, you know, why should there be separation? Just, And it's up to us as facilitators to connect people back to their divine so they can actually talk to the divine, you know, and uh, start start getting intuition for themselves and become a sovereign being. To me, that's key. Oh, my gosh, that is. That is. And I just, I mean, the more they put fear into us and the more panicky we get the the, the lower uh, the weaker our immune system becomes and so oh, yeah. in, in my opinion and so um there this is keeping people sick or making people sick people who aren't sick are going to get sick just from the fear-based um immune system weakness and absolutely yeah so I'm not afraid of this thing. I never have been. Um, and I don't believe what they're telling me. Now, it doesn't mean that people I haven't don't. gotten very sick and, and have died. My son is a, is a surgeon. He's in a hospital. He's seen it. Okay. So, it, you know, and it has come in just swarms um, of people all at one time. So, yes, that has happened. But I think we're beyond that point. And I am not a scientist. I have I do not speak from any kind of scientific education whatsoever, just from, you know, instinct. And I think that we need to stop being so afraid of this thing because it's, it's making it worse. Well, it is absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, I mean, I work with uh, a world leading toxicologist and a world leading virologist who's done all the tests and, uh, studies and everything else, they know what's in it and they know what's not in it. They know what's in the vaccines, they know what's not in it. And it's not good, you know. Uh, so, you know, it's just uh, I work with them. And the reason why is because I think you struggle to heal things that you don't understand. 
you know, because if you think about it, there's a third dimensional world. So I, I, I was born as Mercusdat being. I work with Mercusdat beings. Now, you know, you're born here as a starseed because it gets over the free will, you know, because then you're born as like, you know, yeah, you're an alien, but, you, you know, you're here on the planet as like in human form. Therefore, uh, you can ask the ethers to come in and do things. If you weren't born here, uh, because of free will, even, uh, you know, divine prime creator can't get involved with this because the prime creator created this as a third dimensional classroom. So to get over that rule, even the prime creator, would, you know, they've planted star seeds here. So, hey, guys, we need some help so that you pull from the ethers down here. But, but it has to be very specific, you know, what you ever – the universe is – so specific whatever you ask exactly is what you'll get and uh and that comes as part of the healing and the understanding so if you've got a virus or um you know injections going on and things like that you've got to understand what they're doing exactly so that you can actually uh you know craft a solution uh to get rid of it i mean mm -hmm. we've got a solution to get rid of the nanotechnology you know it's a 20-week program and it splits timelines it actually splits your timeline in two. It gets rid of it. You know, it gets rid of the problems, more gallons, all these things. So, so it's really understanding, you know. Again, I always encourage people, understand your gift inside out because, you know, don't use other, necessarily other people's modalities. It might help you to start your journey. But your gift is your gift. Talk to your starseed people. They will show you exactly how it works. But it doesn't come overnight. It takes a lot of work, you know, four years, six hours a day. Four hours a day, I meditated and really now understand it, you know, and I feel very mm -hmm. grateful for that. Well, so not everyone is our star seeds, and so I want to clear that up with the audience, my listening audience, and for those, because um, I've actually done shows on star seeds. For those people who don't know what this is, can you explain what a star seed is? And I know you sort of did in in that explanation, but just be a little clearer so people understand whether they are or are not. Well, a starseed, you know, uh, a, a human being comes down to the planet and, you know, you're in a classroom, you're learning, you're doing things, and then um, and then you go back up, uh, you have your life with you, um, you, know, the, um, you know, the divine, you know, you basically feel the emotions of people you're affected, and, oh my goodness, did I do that, was it that bad? But don't forget, your whole life, you run through the whole life, but there's no time there, so it takes, you know, it takes no time at all. And then you come back and you learn again because you want to learn different aspects. Now, with starseeds, they attained like what I call Christ consciousness or uh, divine, you know. Um, it, it's basically a place where you get where you're completely surrendered. You have no judgment. I have no judgment. I don't judge anybody. I love people. Um, I can set boundaries because to love people with, 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 without condition sometimes means well i love you but you don't need to be in the space because you're projecting on me so stay over there you know so you set a boundary <laughs> i love you but i'm over there you know and that's okay you know love with that condition doesn't mean say you just have everyone and you become a doormat because you know i see that so many times you know people pleasing stop being a people pleaser it's really important so anyway we're digressing but uh, it's really important to set boundaries so starseeds they attained this surrender in the god space uh, loving everyone, no judgment, they attain that high vibrational state maybe a long time ago. So so it means that they volunteered. So, you know, the, the divine said, hey, we need volunteers. So everyone ran to the queue, yeah, I'll volunteer. And then you get down here and think, oh, my goodness, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, oh then my gosh, yes. 
then you get over yourself. You think, well, actually, I, I mean, I love this planet. I absolutely love it. You know, I get excited. But, you know, to be able to operate as a starseed, because you've attained it, you volunteered to come down here. So you come down here, and, of course, you're attacked by the reptilian stuff and all these things because they want you to get depressed and commit suicide because they don't want you here. So, of course, it's up to us to learn as much as we can, get a high vibration, so uh, and take a step back from uh, this world so you can dip your toe in the water. You know, I always give an analogy. It's like humanity. They're in a swimming pool. Everyone's pooing and weeing. Uh, and it's our job to get on the side, <laughs> wash yourself down, dry yourself off, and then pluck someone out of the poo and wee and wash them down and dry them off so they feel, you know, uh, they feel uh, fired up and they'll go out and do some things in the world. You know, it's getting people all back to their sovereign selves, high vibration. So there's so many people need help on this planet at the moment. You know, no one yeah. person could ever, could ever do it. So, yes, yeah, I, I so, still you know, agree. So what are the different star seeds? Um, I, I don't have my book in front of me. What are the different planets that we can be star seeds from, or the different um, galaxies, I should say? Well, you've got Pleiades, Pleiadians, Acturians. You know, the Mechizedek beings work very close with the Acturians. You have Sumerians, uh, Sirius A and B, uh, Atlantarians, Lumerians, you know, they're crystal people. They, and then you know, Andromedans, you know, there's a lot of star seed people who are coming down to really help shift uh, things with humanity but okay. it is our job to ask them we've got to get them down here because they're not allowed to come otherwise you know they're they're banned from coming because they're interfering with free will so if your free will is hey guys we need some help oh thank goodness you've asked us right let's get down there and do some work you know? <laughs> yeah. and i think it's really important you know we have um on the 21st we've, we've done this before we have a um we create a God ritual. Now, what does that mean? Well, we create a map of intent, you know, first of all. Uh, a ritual starts with a prayer or map of intent. And what we're doing is um, we're basically naming all the factions of, th of, of instruments like, you know, big technical people, farmer, whatever. And, you know, we name them. And then instead of judging them, we say, okay, I'm going to bring them before you, God, for justice in only the way you know how. It's not for us to judge them. Therefore, we're going to release them to you now divine creator with unconditional love and forgiveness and you keep doing that which means that you know if you keep doing that there's action that springs in and sometimes you don't even understand how far-reaching it is last time we had 809 people on it and it's free to join if anyone wants to join please join because you know if you care about this world you know these are things they're way more powerful and of course the reptilian element and the deep state and everything else is doing uh, satanic rituals uh, counteracting that so that's why we started that now to create a ritual if you do a map of intent bring before God what is a ritual a God ritual well you say okay we're going to reinstate it um, same time today uh, every day for the next uh, 63 days that then becomes a ritual so it's reinstated every single day and it, I think I personally think it's helping the world a lot but you know you can never really measure it but it's a very powerful exercise. So if anyone wants to help with that, you know, and join it, uh, all you have to do is join, and, and it'll be wonderful. Is this the, um, the, the, the um, three times a week global healing meditations that you do? No, no, that's different. Yeah, three times a oh. week. If people need help, you know, we do uh, Monday, 9 o'clock Central Time, uh, Thursday, okay. 5 p.m. Central Time, and Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time. Now, we have... 
uh, a lot of people online, probably about 1,500, 2,000, and then uh, people watch it through the week. So we're getting, you know, from healings from each one, about 40,000 40, people split between Facebook and YouTube, and we get about, I don't know, two or 300 people online on, you know, um, uh, probably 2,000 line on uh, on YouTube and two or 300, you know, live on uh, Zoom. So, you know, that's every week. You can join that. It's by donation. If you don't want to make a donation, I always tell people, if you have no money, listen, I've been there. I got the T-shirt on that one. So just join, <laughs> you know, because we're trying to create instruments to just help people get their vibration up. And we, we go through all different, you know, it's an hour healing. It goes through everything, heart issues, uh, emotional release, you know, everything. Very nice, very nice. What is your website, just so, so before we go on, so that people know how to access that? Yeah, if you go to uh, globalenlightenmentproject.com, and uh, if you go on there, okay. you know, there's prayers. and They are maps of intent, you know. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm into faith. I believe in one God, many paths, you know, one, one divine, one prime. I always define God as God, goddess, prime creator of all that is, because it's, it's very well balanced, masculine, feminine, and it's it's prime creator, you know. Mm, absolutely. So let's get back to raising the immune system. So for someone who is not familiar with um, meditation and how to raise their frequency, where do they start? I would uh, start uh, uh, doing any spiritual practices you do that give you joy. Um, I mean, you know, again, if you want to start, you can join our, you know, uh, generic groups just to, you know, maybe l remove any blockages or attachments. And, uh, you know, uh, we do 27 uh, heart shock releases each time. So that helps. If you can find any guided meditations that do releasing of emotion, you know, go to practitioners, whatever, you know, sometimes you need help just to kick that thing off. And that's, you know, why we're facilitators to help that, you know, we all are. So, I think, you know, you need to find a facilitator or, you know, you can come to us, whatever you want to do um, to, to help you facilitate, start to release those emotions because, you know, we, we can fast-track emotions. What the that beings do is through kind of psychic surgery thing, you know, we all ingest probably over 100,000 layers of emotion. It's way too much for a human being, you know, especially in this planet. And so what the that beings do is they go within the onion and say, okay, let's look for your biggest emotions so they pull that out. And as they pull it out, you can feel a tightness depending on where it affects the body. And then, you know, you blow it out, release it through the chest, and then you do it again. So we can get up to 324 releases. You know, that's a lot of releases, and it becomes a collective, so people can bawl their eyes out. Sometimes they get a bout of diarrhea. Uh, sometimes a yawn, cough, burp, or, or they get weird dreams. But it's had profound effect. It's a fast-track method of actually releasing a lot of emotion in one go, and it really helps. To me, that's, that's the start, you know. So the, so the start is um, any kind of guided meditation or a specific meditation that you offer? Um, well, you can do with the guided meditations. The meditation we've got is uh, there's one for stress and anxiety. It releases nine releases of emotion uh, to do, you know, your nine biggest releases right now. And then okay. uh, we also have a brain series, which is interesting, where it releases emotion uh, to do with PTSD and anxiety and, uh, you know, they're separate ones, ADD, ADHD. And what they do is they go in and they work on the glands that, you know, because most things like that are caused by uh, imbalance of the neurochemical balance because of the emotion. 
So right. what, again, what the Macusdat beans do is they go in and they work on those glands and start rebalance them, but you've also got to release the emotion uh, that has caused that. Um, so, you know, so that, uh, you know, the whole thing's starting to balance. The emotion's reducing and the uh, neurochemical balance is rebalancing. And we've had profound effects. I've had a lot of psychiatrists and, you know, psychotherapists, psychologists who use these instruments to really help people, and it's, it's, it's had profound effect. Which, um, what, is, what is that one called? So I have the stress and anxiety one. What is, the, what is this one called? Yeah, the anxiety one, uh, there's, there's the, it's called the Brain Series. And, uh, there's brain one for Series, PTSD, okay. Yeah, okay. ADHD, okay. And ADD, and okay. all that sort of stuff, you know. So. Okay, great. Yeah, this, uh, the PTSD one is one that I think a lot of my listeners would be interested in. Uh, and these are guided meditations. Yeah, all you have to do is lie there. You know, the whole point, the whole point about it is we, once we put a portal around you, you know, it's invocation, so the McHugh's that beings do it. And then what happens okay. is that, you know, the McHugh's that beings go in and they do things, you know, uh, according to my voice. So uh, so it's guided. All you have to do is lie there and enjoy it. <laughs> Which is cool. Oh, I, I can't wait to share this with my clients um, because all of them are feeling stress and anxiety and most of them have complex PTSD and uh, they would love to have something to help release that. So I will definitely, definitely be looking into that. So other than yeah, that, other, other than meditation and, and that kind of thing, um, what do we want to, what are some of the things we want to stay away from um, if we want to keep our immune system at its highest frequency? Well, I think you need to stay away from people who don't serve you. Uh, I think that's the most important thing, and and that goes with people close to you. You know, if, again, don't be a people pleaser. I used to be a people pleaser, and uh, did it work? Uh, nah, doesn't work at all. And it's not because I'm cold and mean. You know, I've, actually, I'm really empathic. I get really hurt very quickly. But you know, especially starting if you do get hurt and you're very empathic, you've got to learn to protect yourself, and that means that you don't need people in your life that are going to shame you or, you know, project on you or run you down because, you know, you've got to realize instead of being powerless, you've got to get back and think, I'm a good person, you know. I mean, I know I'm a good person, you know. It's like you go, no, what I do every day is, you know, I'm I'm here for people, you know, and and I love working with people. Uh, And I know I'm a good person. Am I the best healer in the world? I don't know. Who knows? But I don't care, you know. I just know that I'm doing my very best like all practitioners are, like you are, we all are to do our very best to awaken people and, and help them through this craziness right now. But I think uh, it's important to take a step back, get in yourself and self, look for some things. You know, this is another thing, you know, Randy, you mentioned about food, doesn't sit well, everything else. It doesn't sit well with me either. Uh, and so, you know, sometimes Mandy and I sit down and what do you want for dinner? And nothing feels good. You think, well, I've got to eat something to keep this body going, but... You know, nowadays, it's it's very difficult to find something that, you know, uh, excites you, you know. Yeah, um, my husband and I go through that every single night. We do as well, you know. What what the heck do you eat tonight? I don't know. You want to go out to a restaurant, and then, you know, you get excited, like, oh, I'd like to go out to a restaurant, and then you start thinking, actually, I, I don't want to do it. I'm not interested. Nah, let, let's right. stay in. So then you get something on DoorDash that doesn't taste that brilliant, and, you know, it's just nuts. <laughs> so... You know, it's very difficult, you know, very difficult to, and again, you know, it used to be one of my passions, food, you know, I used to love to go to fine dining restaurants, I don't want to go to restaurants anymore, so we're looking at other instruments to try and recreate that joy, you know, you've got to get joy in your life, and so if you enjoy cooking and, you know, cook together, 
If you enjoy painting, you've got to start doing things that bring you joy in your life. And people say, oh, I don't have time. Well, you need to make time, you know, because time is just illusion anyway. You, I, I think you have to really focus on the things that really, dare I say, you know, my normal saying is blows your pantaloons off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That is such a British thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. well, it's funny because I went to Colorado. <laughs> Well, I remember we were going to Colorado. There was a Renaissance festival there, and you know, I walked in. I had some shorts, and they were quite like bright. And and this, you know, American guy, oh, excuse me, sir. He goes, uh, oh, I love the colour of your pantaloons, and that's it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, sir. And good day to you, and hope you enjoy your afternoon tea. And he, what? He's got a British accent. <laughs> oh, that's so it funny. That is so funny. That's really funny. So. All right, so it's really about um, the energy that we take out, the energy that we, uh, I mean, the energy that we put out, the energy that we take in, um, and living life that makes us excited or joyful or... Yeah, joyful, uh, excitement, and having no fear. You know, I hear so many people, I'll give you a little story. When I first started this ministry, I needed to buy a projector. And I had about $800 or $900 in, in the ministry account, you know, uh, and I had to buy the projector. I thought, mm, well, you know, it's going to wipe the account out. And, oh, this is just third dimensional. Let's just buy it. Stepped in faith. I bought that projector that we needed to go around to expose things. And within two days, the money was back in the account. I thought, wow, <laughs> that's amazing. And this was the days when we just had a few people coming. And so, you know, it really taught me that if you need something, don't even think about it. Do it because God's got your back, you know. And I think one of the things about this ministry, you know, because it is a, a non-for-profit ministry. It's registered with the IRS and everything else. It's very important that, you know, just do what you enjoy. So I only want to do healings. So we have 10 staff, you know. So we've got people doing bookings. I've got an IT guy who fixes the computers. Uh, I have people, you know, the accountant. We pay a $15,000 a year to do the accounts. Why is that? Because I don't want to do it. You know, I'm not a I'm not a button counter. You know, I'm not a money counter. I'm not interested. So if you let them do it, you know, it's it's they get it up to scratch. It's all done properly. You don't have to worry. It takes all the stress away from you. So all I do is do the healing. I don't do anything else and meditations and different things like that and, and be creative. It gives you time to do that. I see too many people sometimes, and again, it's not criticism. It's just observation. You know, they start like a spiritual business and, well, I'm trying to fix the computer. I'm frustrated because it doesn't work. Well, don't do it. Take it somewhere where they can fix it up and then you don't have to worry about it. You know, but, you know, keeping the money to yourself, when it flows, when it flows out, you know, love flows. Money, you know, goes where love flows or energy goes where love flows. And so to me, it's important to support people around you, you know, who live here. You know, I pay the IT guy, he can feed his family. I pay, you know, the accountant, they can feed their family. It's important to move it out because otherwise it will get stuck, you know, and I see too much of mm. that sometimes. I think it's really mm, important to move one. it out. And have the faith that it's going to come back. You'll always have enough money, you know. Really? Is that so true? We can absolutely oh. count on that? <laughs> uh, well, well, I have. <laughs> well, you know, I, I haven't. I think if you, you know, it's like, it's like anything. In your mind, if you start, you know, oh, my goodness, I don't have enough money. You know, God's, you know, the, the God and divine creator, prime creator, you know, the divine were just about to give you a check, and pff, they rip it up. So, well, I guess you don't want it then. You know, it's really important to just have that focus. Yeah, I've always got enough, always got enough. Thank you, divine. 
Thank you all the uh, you know angelic beings. Wow, we're all we're all listening intently to that to what you're saying. Well, um, I think another another big point actually is gratitude, and I know we're taught with some teachings. You know, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Get a gratitude stone. Right, divine, you've got five minutes. I'm grateful for my wife, my car, my blah blah blah. Right, we're done. It doesn't work like that, you know. Uh, again, through experience. Gratitude to me is a way of life. It's part of the surrender and being grateful for everything in your life. Uh, because, you know, once you're grateful, it becomes a way of life. You know, you're grateful every second, a minute of every day. You know, like, wow, thank you, God, for this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, the divine's created all these amazing things for me. And, you know, uh, even to the point of your gifts, you know, I see a lot of people kind of saying, well, nothing to do with me. It's all divine or it's all, you know, it's all God, whatever they want to call it. And, you know, my point is, well, because of this third dimensional world, and they say, well, it's not the doobie. Well, it is. You know, you're a, a very key instrument into the healing because if you don't show up, you know, 12 hours a day, uh, people aren't going to get healed. You know, of course, the divine is doing the healing, but you're the conductor of all this orchestra who's doing the healing. So, you know, what's an orchestra like without the conductor? Uh, it doesn't happen. So, so it's really important, you know, to me, I always honor my gift. I always thank uh, the divine for the beautiful gift I have. And I always thank people for allowing me to participate in the healing and share my gifts with them because, you know, I'm very humble like that. I, I, I love the gifts and, you know, and I, I feel very, again, it goes back to gratitude. I'm right there with you. I was just having a discussion this morning about gratitude and how important it is for us. I, I completely agree. It is, um, we have so much to be grateful for. We need to focus on that and not look at the, the things that are bothering us at the moment because those things are so small in relation to you know, the, all we have that we have to be grateful for. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about the dimensions. So we're in 3D and everybody is talking about how we're moving into 5D. What are your thoughts about that? Well, it's interesting. You know, I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, we're over 60% of people awake, you know. I'm kind of looking at this planet and think, uh, are you sure you're in the right planet? Because I'm not seeing it. You know, I really don't. Uh, I, I don't know. What, maybe you're talking about some other planet in some other dimensions because we're not awake, you know. Uh, we're really not. I mean, people are starting to awaken or... To me, awake is when you're right there. You've got your vibration up. You really get it. And, you know, that's part of the collective because your vibration will raise the collective. <clears throat> but, you know, we need to get to 8.7% of people properly awake. And I'm talking about right there, not just, oh, I think there's something wrong with this, you know, because you go through a whole awakening process. So uh, we're over, just over about 2 point something percent at the moment. So I don't understand, you know what planet they're talking about but that's okay i'm not going to shame them it's just from my observation we're nowhere near and now the other thing about it as well is the reptilian element live under the planet there's more of them than human beings and they're the controllers of all this stuff you know um they're controllers of the reptilian hybrid deep stage and everything else so so we have to do something about them you know because if you don't uh they're also connecting to the consciousness of us, so they're going to drag that down as well. So there's, you know, people say, oh, get rid of the deep state, it'll all change. But but it won't, you know, it'll just come back 20 or 30 years later because of the element under the planet. So uh, we do have a huge pyramid project where we're uh, building off-planet pyramids. 
and we're going to place them uh, somewhere in America. I can't tell you, you know, over the air where, because obviously, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a secret. But they're going to be placed. Uh, they're pretty big, 233.33 feet tall. The other one's 660.666 feet tall, and then the other one's 999.999 feet tall. Big things. Uh, they're stargates, and they're going to help raise the vibration of the planet. Because if you put them on ley lines, they'll be in a, you know the uh, golden curve where the smallest one will be farthest away, the next one placed between, and then the next one will be on the ley line. They power each other up, and it'll blow out all the satanic uh, symbology uh, through the ley line. So it's going to make a big difference to the planet, and it's going to help raise vibration of the planet. Is it the savior? Probably not, but it's certainly going to really help raise the vibration because reptilians and you know the Anunnaki, Draconians, um, you know, Luciferians, these guys can't live in a high vibrational world, so they'll have to either leave or something will happen, and that's up to them. So that's going to really help the planet. Hmm. Can you explain, so if you say that there's reptilians are, you know, here, um, are they disguised as human beings, or we cannot see them? They're just energetically here. <clears throat> Well, the pure reptilians, like Anunnaki Draconians, they can switch dimensions. Uh, they can also, uh, they can sh- shape, shift into a different form. Now, there are reptilian hybrids, which are part human, mainly reptilian, which look human, but, you know, you can always tell because the eyes, you know, flicker reptilian. And uh, that's why all this adrenochrome is happening, you know, where people are drinking, you know, blood and things like that, because the average human being on this planet wouldn't do that, you know, so very important to uh, you know realize why people do it it's because they're reptilians and that's what they feed off they feed off humanity so you've got the element of pure reptilians they can switch dimensions uh, they can switch from the fourth to the third dimension and you know and out so um, or they can shapeshift they can get here and shapeshift to a different form we do have a I don't like the word prayer map of intent or prayer whatever you want to call it to actually um, if you think someone's a reptilian, just take a look at them and say this prayer, you know, and it's basically very simple. It says, I am of uh, divine. I ground myself to the earth. Dear divine, I command that you show this person in their true form. Now, if they're reptilian, they're shapeshifted. You'll, you'll get an overlay of the actual reptilian. It's like an opaque overlay. They cannot hide from that. It's very interesting. And, of course, the hybrids are uh, basically part reptilian, part human. But they, you know, they don't really have any compassion whatsoever. That's why we have all this problem here because none of them have compassion or empathy. Is this is this what who narcissists are? Uh, a lot of them, yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, if you think about, people have been trained to be narcissists, you know, uh, yes, powerless, absolutely. you know, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's the Montauk program and the mind control that's been going on for thousands of years. So they become powerless. So of course, you know. The, People are projecting their stuff on you, you know, becoming narcissistic, passive-aggressive. Um, I had a problem with a father, you know, and uh, he, he was trying to shame me. And, you know, I, said, I wrote to him and said, this, this conversation was passive-aggressive and narcissistic. And I said, before you start projecting your stuff, why don't you look at what you've done in your life and maybe come to terms and be okay with that and release that, which is, you know, you abused my, fa- my, my brother and myself, both physically and uh, verbally, and you abused my mother for most of her life. And I said, it's pretty disgusting. So before you start projecting, look at your own stuff within you and get comfortable with that and release that first. And 
that actually created a 8x8 to the head, and it's actually shifted him. It was really good. And he's 87, but I think, you know, people say, well, he's too old. No one's ever too old to show up for their stuff. You know, and that's my opinion, you know, and I think mm-hmm. it did him a lot of good because now he's really kind, you know, now I've educated him, like, this is what I'll do and this is what I won't do in your presence, though. I won't, you know, allow you to project on me. You can be kind and loving and respectful. And he's been there ever since. So it has made a difference. You have to take a stand. It's really important. That's called setting boundaries. Yes, it is called setting boundaries. That's um, that's that's an amazing story. Uh, yeah, I wish I heard more of those. <laughs> I really, my wife, I, know, I really well, wish I heard more of those. Well, it's, it, it actually comes from fear. You know, I think people are fearful. Like, well, how can I speak to dad like that? What you have to do is realize that you're worthy of the very best and you, you, you don't have to accept abuse. Any right. projection of people onto you is abuse. You know, if they try and shame you, to me, that's abuse, you know, because they're trying to put you down all the time. It's verbal abuse. So, you know, you've got to just take a stand and get that inner strength to say, no, enough's enough. Because otherwise, you're just going to get it for the rest of your life and it'll bring you down. And then you're people-pleasing because, you know, do I want to be around mum now, but I'll go there because she's my mum. You know, well, with a lot of star seeds, uh, they say blood's thicker than water. A lot of star seeds are actually... Um, uh, come from abduction of the mother or father, sorry, abduction of the mother, uh, they either impregnate the sperm or they impregnate the egg because you have to have enough DNA on some of the starseed families to be able to have the soul in the body because if you don't, there's not enough light body to hold that soul. I've got 84% because of that DNA, you know. I have problems with my body probably like you, digestive and different things mm-hmm. because my body doesn't sit well on this planet, you know. Um, right, exactly. How do, we know, how do we know what percentage we are? Uh, you have to just uh, ask and, uh, you know, uh, or douse it, you know. Ask them and douse it. What percentage of that DNA do I have? But McHugh's that DNA, there's, four, there's five McHugh's that beings here. And, uh, you know, we're here to do stuff and like everybody else, another starseed lot. But we work very closely with the Actorians. But, you know, I would ask how, what percentage of the DNA do you have? If you have a negative blood type, of course, that is alien DNA anyway. There's only 7% of the planet got that. But, you know, if you have O negative blood type, uh, you're going to get problems with your body. You know, a lot of people have strep issues. Uh, stomach issues, you know, uh, things like that, because they're not absorbing some of the things here in in the in the way that this planet functions. So, um, you know, certain instruments missing. So it's just what it is. Right, right. Yeah, um, I I've had uh, several um, lizard pets. I love lizards. I just uh, I can I can connect with them, <laughs> and now I know why. Um, I, I absolutely can connect with them. And in, you know, where people say, well, they, they don't have personalities. Yes, they do. Absolutely. And I can see it. Um, and I can tame the wildest reptile <laughs> and make a baby wow. out of it. Make a baby out of it. So, yeah, I'm communicating really well with them. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's true, though. You know, if you take the time, most people don't take the time to listen. But even like horse whispering, you know, I had a, a thing here. When I first came to Branson, uh, I was taken out to this ranch, and this horse had a huge, huge tumor uh, by its penis. It was, can- you know, it's cancerous. It had a few maggots in as well. Oh, God, this is awful. So anyway, I asked the horse, can I, uh, can I do healing? No. Oh, why not? You know, 
And this horse said to me, because she doesn't want to live. Now, the lady who owned the horse was just laughing and, yeah, it's wonderful, you know. I said to her, I can't do healing. She goes, well, why not? I said, he's just said that you don't want to live. She burst and says, oh, you guys are the problem. You're killing each other. And, you know, I don't want to live and because he's sick. And, you know, so the, we were in this, like, you know, pattern. So I said, look, let's work on you first. So I took her inside. I worked on her removal, all blockages, everything else. And she was a lot happier after I could see her energy change, her face had changed. So I went back outside when she was happy. And I said, okay, so uh, I want you to communicate with her. Do I get permission to work on you now? He said, yes. So I worked Aww. on him, and ca- cancer was gone within two weeks, you know, but you have to understand, you know, uh, what's going on, because, you know, owners, especially horses, are very psychic, and they're very, uh, they're very sensitive, and so really important to understand why they've got cancer, you know, because it's always, primary cause of cancer is emotion, secondary cause, pathogenic infection mutates in the cell, so uh, turns into tumor. The tumor really is just a thing saying, hey, your body's off balance, so you better pay attention to it or I will pay attention to you. And, you know, if you pay attention to it, get rid of primary cause and secondary cause, then we have an instrument that can fry the actual tumor. It's gone, and it's gone for good. The problem with chemo and radiation, again, you know, I'm just telling you, I'm not an MD uh, or a doctor or a surgeon. Go consult your doctor. But uh, what I've seen is uh, that radiation and chemo just poisons or destroys the body and gives you strokes and all these sort of things or kills off a lot of bone material so and they say you're in remission which means that the primary secretary course haven't been eradicated so is it going to come back most likely you know so you know to me it's it's important to get rid of these causes that are, you know things that are causing this tumor because the tumor is just a symptom of the body off balance you know right so if so so i i can feel pe- people's ears perking up so you have ways of sort of busting the tumors through prayer or through your energy healing? No, no. It's, yeah, we have a different energy. It's called space-time continuum energy. I call it tachyne. It's not the same as Tesla. It's different. It comes from the ultimate dimension. And what it does is very electrostatic. What it does is it breaks down the molecular structure of tumors to benign for the body. So basically it fries it. So it starts to get softer, you know, because tumors are hard. They're mutated cells. So it starts to get softer and softer. And then, of course, the because that beings could do psychic surgery. They go in and they break it down and put it back through the bloodstream because it's benign for the body. So you find it gets softer, smaller, softer, smaller. But what's the point in getting rid of it unless you get rid of the primary cause and secondary cause, pathogenic infection? normally Epstein-Barr or something like that. So it's very important to get rid of, you know, all three things. The tumor is just a symptom of the primary and secondary cause. So we've got rid of cancer many times. Okay. So if anybody is uh, interested in working with you on that, um, then that's definitely something. I mean, there's so many things that you do. And I'm just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just, you know, crazy. trying to find a direction, you know, for for people who are, uh, who who are catching, you know, like um, grabbing onto certain things that you're saying because you have said so many things. I mean, it's blowing how many things. And and for you, this is absolutely the norm. For many people that are listening, <laughs> their their mind is like, well, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um, well, it's true, actually. <clears throat> I remember when I first came here, and I've got severe dyslexia, so I, I, don't, I mean, I can read, but I don't read well, because you, you read a sentence, you miss everything out, and well, that doesn't make sense. You have to read it again. It frustrates me. So instead of enjoying you know, the content, 
you're trying to just focus on trying to read the stuff and it, it doesn't work. So my wife reads to me or I get, you know, I get um, audiobooks. But what's interesting is when I first came here, I went to Alaska and this, this lady was going to sponsor me and everything else. Didn't work out. But um, but what was interesting, she gave me a, a you know a whole book on how to write a book. She said, you've got to write a book. Oh, you've got to be kidding. You know, it's just not my <laughs> so, You have to be kidding. You know, no. And anyway, now you've got to write a book. So anyway, so I'll tell you, I'll go to the middle. But I read this. She said, read this manual. So I was sat out, read this manual. And there's this well-known author I've not really heard of. But anyways, first thing she said is exactly what you just said. She said, look, the things that you know and you take for absolute granted are other people's like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing, you know, because you just get used to it because you do it every day. And, and I sat back and thought about that. I said, yeah, that's interesting because, you, you know, it's not that you take it for granted. You just get so used to it. You know, oh, well, you should know it. And people don't know it, you know. So what's interesting about my books is I have a ghostwriter, and she's just amazing. So what I do is... Uh, basically, put my headset on, get on Skype, dictate the things, you know, like paragraphs, chapters, and things like this, and then she'll write it. But she'll write it in a form that people can understand, because you know, like you said, if you take too much too quickly without explanation around it, people will just get lost. So she's really good at filling in the gaps and making sure people understand, you know. And if she doesn't understand, she says, "Well, what do you mean by that?" So, so it's been really good, you know, because writing is not my gift at all, like zero. My wife is incredible at writing. She creates affirmations for all the meditations and things, and that's a gift. You know, it's not mine. So you know, you have to stick to your gifts. <laughs> so. That's true. So how many how many books have you actually written? Let's see. I'm looking. History, Truth and five. Healing, Divine Transcendence. Oh, okay, five. Cool. Five books. Yeah, wow. yeah, five. I mean, uh, so yeah, the um, History, Truth and Healing is talk about manufactured diseases and gain of function and stuff. That's quite an interesting book. Interesting. Um, you used the word, um, was it Manchurian, or what was the word that you were using quite often that was assisting you in healing? Actorian, yeah, Actorian. Actorian, A-C-T-U-R-I-A-N? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking you to spell. I'm asking, okay, Actorian. And yeah, I don't actor, have to spell. Act, yeah. Actorian is what? Is what? Actorian come Actorians, they're in the ninth dimension. Uh, they work very closely with us. They're Actorians. Uh, they're just a, a starseed race. There's a lot of Actorians around uh, down here uh, helping assist. So the Actorians okay. are the good guys. You know? They're good guys. And and again, are these are they manifested into physical bodies, or they're here in energetic in an energetic sense? Uh, they can travel in physical bodies, and uh, they're the ones who are actually producing the off-planet pyramids. So they're actually building them at the moment. So they'll be brought down here. So they, yeah, they can actually uh, show up in physical bodies. Okay, so we could actually know people that are reptilians, actorians. Um, you know, it's interesting because uh, when I talk to people who have been severely abused by narcissists, <clears throat> and I try to describe what a narcissist is, often I cannot even use the term human because the their agenda is so parasitic and predatory. And sometimes I have to use the word monster. And I'm wondering if if they are in have because they've weakened, if they have embodied some of these negative um entities 
and it's why they're oh, yeah. acting so monstrous. Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, if you think about it, you know, it doesn't make sense for a human being to be such a monster, narcissistic, passive-aggressive, and angry, and, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, what's interesting as well is, you know, very often before healing sessions, if someone's got an attachment like a, a reptilian, like an anarchy, as they come close to healing, they get riled up and, you know, uh, oh, I might cancel it, you know, because obviously the reptilian doesn't want to leave. He wants mm -hmm. to stay attached to them. So, so it kind of affects, you know, people's uh, mindset. You know, it's, it's amazing. It really is amazing. They're parasites. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so, well, that clears up a lot for me. So now when I use the word monster monster or parasite i um i could be very accurate with that <laughs> okay. oh yeah i mean you know when, when they're actually attached very often you know if you start talking i remember looking at the uh, ted bundy case because uh, you know it's not that i mean it's horrific but what was interesting about it is he had a complete possession attachment and i remember the reporter at the end before he uh, before they executed him he said if i talk in a third party the guy's okay, he can talk, oh yeah, well that's what they would do, and they, they, they. If he said, you know, uh, you know, what do you call it, you know, where you're talking to a person like straight away, you know, when they started, oh, Ted, you did it, his eyes would go black, and this reptilian, and he'd get really snarly and angry, so it was a complete and utter possession of the guy. Okay. Because no, okay. you know, again, they're a monster, you know, nobody would ever do what he did, you know, cut up people and do hor horrific things, it doesn't make sense for a human being, you know, so there's got to be some right. sort of, it's not yeah. human, you know, it's, you yeah. know, I can't even, you know, when the sheriff's department came out, because we got broken into a long time ago, you know, I, I backed up, because what's the matter, I was like, oh, I can't stand guns, I'm sorry, it's just, you know, I just feel the energy of them, you know, he goes, well, I've got to wear it, I do apologize, and he was really kind about it, but I said I'd never, never have a gun, you know, I just wouldn't, because, you know, I believe that the divine has your back, you know, you're completely, um, if you get in the space, the vibration where you're completely um, safe and nothing can get at you, then you'll create that reality. So why would you need a gun? Because there's, you know, the prime creator, you know, has got your back. Right. So you know, that's my belief. Right. But you know, you know people say, "Oh my I'd... God, they're coming to get me." They manifest. Right. No, I mean, like you can put you can put white light around yourself, and you can just go out, and you're protected. Um. I've had clients tell me that their narcissistic husband, their eyes have gone black. I've had people tell me that. That yeah, when that they're in. They're yeah, wow. Okay. That's really interesting to know. All right. Well, so we're out of time. You, when wow. you remove the thing. You get it. You when, have when to you get remove it. the thing. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you just okay. remove it, yeah. You know, then come on, you know, sessions if they want to. We remove these things all the time. You know, I see uh, so much possession and stuff. It's crazy. It is crazy. That's amazing. Okay. Um, and so the work that you do, so your your center, your mission, the uh, Global Enlightenment Project, is actually in Branson, Missouri. Do you work um, remotely? Um, so in other words, do some people come to your facility and some people just see you through Skype and others just, um, energetically, we, we how do you work? work? Remotely. 100% okay. I work remotely. So we normally phone people over Skype, either phone call or Skype to Skype. Uh, okay. we do zoom meetings for obviously the meetings and the, uh, specialized groups and that's okay. how we do it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, I okay. mean, people sometimes come to facilities say hi, but you know, uh, 
terms of work remotely. So all over the world is amazing. <laughs> Bless you. It truly is. It truly is amazing because my clients are all over the world too, and like I will be on with a client in Australia, and she'll send me an email and I'll get it instantly. And it's like, how does, this, how does this, like we're talking and I'm like, okay, there it is. It's coming in. How, 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 how? The world is very small. It's gotten very small since we've developed technology and we can be anywhere with anybody at any time. It's truly uh, mind-blowing. So, um, wow, we're out of time. Christopher, thank you. This has been so oh, incredibly thanks, fun. <laughs> um, Yay, bless you. <laughs> Yay. And thank you for, uh, for sharing all this with us. I mean, just mind-blowing but mind-opening things that, you know, I love provocative things. I love things that make us really want to look more into it. You know, we hear it and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. either it resonates with you or it doesn't. And if it resonates, then you want to kind of know more. And I like to know about everything, which is why I have yeah, I do as well. so many different. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if I hear something, it's like, oh, okay. I don't reject anything. I look into things and, you know, and see how it affects me or, or, or whether it resonates with me. So anyway, Absolutely. Thank you again. I so appreciate this. It's just been such a pleasure talking to you. Oh, thanks, Randy. Love to you. Bless your heart. And thanks for all your good work. Thanks for having me on. You too. All right. Have a wonderful day. And you bless you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. God bless you. So we are out of time today, but if you have any comments or questions about today's show, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. Um, I've got a very interesting show for you on Tuesday, August 10th. We have Mark Mincola. This gentleman uh, is a doctor, but he shows, he just creates miracles in people's lives, and it's so fantastic. So tune in um, on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern or after it's in the archives recorded. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.